affection I need To feel my father smiling on me is the name, the name that has saved me, mercy and grace, the power that forgave me, and your love is all I've ever needed, yours will be the only name that matters to me, the only one whose favor I see. Sixth, Our reading in the New Testament today will be from the book of Acts, chapter 4, verses 1 through 37. 
In his sermon at Pentecost, Peter proved from the Scriptures that Jesus was alive. But now he proved it by the miraculous change in the beggar's life. The man was healed through the power of the name of Jesus. The Sadducees did not believe in resurrection, so they wanted to put a stop to the ministry of the apostles. This was the beginning of the official persecution of Christians. What do you do when they tell you to stop sharing the gospel? What did the apostles do? Well, certainly they recall the words of Jesus Christ and depended on the Holy Spirit to help them. And furthermore, they were so filled with their message and with love for Christ that they could not stop telling people about Him. They depended on prayer and directed their prayer to a sovereign God who made everything and can do anything. They based their petitions on Psalm 2, a marvelous psalm to read when you're being attacked. That's Psalm 2. When you are let go, where do you go? When you're in trouble, to whom do you turn? And now let's begin today's reading of the New Testament. June 6th, the New Testament, Acts chapter 4, verses 1 through 37. While Peter and John were speaking to the people, they were confronted by the priests, the captain of the temple guard, and some of the Sadducees. These leaders were very disturbed that Peter and John were teaching the people that through Jesus there is a resurrection of the dead. They arrested him, and since it was already evening, put them in jail until morning. But many of the people who heard their message believed it. So the number of believers now totaled about 5,000 men, not counting women and children. The next day the council of all the rulers and elders and teachers of religious law met in Jerusalem. Annas the high priest was there, along with Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and other relatives of the high priest. They brought in the two disciples and demanded, By what power or in whose name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of our people, are we being questioned today because we've done a good deed for a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, the man you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. For Jesus is the one referred to in the Scriptures, where it says, The stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. The members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the Scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing right there among them, June 6th, the council could say. So they ordered Peter and John out of the council chamber and conferred among themselves. What should we do with these men, they asked each other. We can't deny that they have performed a miraculous sign, and everybody in Jerusalem knows about it. But to keep them from spreading their propaganda any further, we must warn them not to speak to anyone in Jesus' name again. So they called the apostles back in, and commanded them never again to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. 
But Peter and John replied, Do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him? We cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. The council then threatened them further. But they finally let them go because they didn't know how to punish them without starting a riot. For everyone was praising God for this miraculous sign, the healing of a man who had been lame for more than forty years. As soon as they were freed, Peter and John returned to the other believers and told them what the leading priests and elders had said. When they heard the report, all the believers lifted their voices together in prayer to God. O Sovereign Lord, Creator of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them, you spoke long ago by the Holy Spirit through our ancestor David your servant, saying, Why were the nations so angry? Why did they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepared for battle. The rulers gathered together against the Lord and against his Messiah. In fact, this has happened here in this very city. For Herod Antipas, Pontius Pilate the governor, the Gentiles, and the people of Israel were all united against Jesus, your holy servant, whom you anointed. But everything they did was determined beforehand according to your will. And now, O Lord, hear their threats, and give us, your servants, great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. After this prayer, the meeting place shook, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preached the word of God with boldness. All the believers were united in heart and mind, and they felt that what they owned was not their own, so they shared everything they had. The apostles testified powerfully to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's great blessing was upon them all. There were no needy people among them, because those who owned land or houses would sell them and bring the money to the apostles to give to those in need. For instance, there was Joseph, the one the apostles nicknamed Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. He was from the tribe of Levi and came from the island of Cyprus. He sold a field he owned and brought the money to the apostles. Today we're reading from Psalm 124, verses 1 through 8. The Lord is on your side when people want to devour you, when circumstances seem to drown you, and when Satan tries to deceive you. You can usually detect man's anger, and you can feel it when circumstances overwhelm you. But Satan's traps might catch you if you're not careful. In his death, resurrection, and ascension, Jesus Christ has not only set you free from the snares, but he has broken the snares, and they can never trap you again unless you let them. You are free as a bird, so use your wings of faith and live in the heavenlies. Psalm 124, verses 1 through 8. A song for pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem. A psalm of David. What if the Lord had not been on our side? Let all Israel repeat, What if the Lord had not been on our side when people attacked us? They would have swallowed us alive in their burning anger. The waters would have engulfed us. A torrent would have overwhelmed us. Yes, the raging waters of their fury would have overwhelmed our very lives. Praise the Lord! 
who did not let their teeth tear us apart. We escaped like a bird from a hunter's trap. The trap is broken, and we are free. Our help is from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Proverbs 16, verse 24. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul, and healthy for the body. Oh 